Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast, the one man podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games. Discussed by one certified Japanaholic, I am your host, Taylor Fry. And today, once again, on another Saturday episode here in the beautiful month of August, the shitty year of 2020, I'm back in my living room where last podcast episode audio wasn't that bad. So I decided to come back and come back come back with another with a vengeance of another rambling episode. Who fucking knew? Yeehaw. So today, judging by the title of not only the video and the audio, you've come here for anime recommendations. But not anime recommendations per se to the listener currently listening to this. Maybe the person listening to this is trying to get somebody to be a new fan of anime. I've been in that situation before. I think everybody's been in this situation before. So what better way to do that than to have this episode on, whether you're in a car, plane, or even in your house. Hopefully, by the end of this, you'll have some animes to show off to some of your non-anime friends to try to get them into anime. Now... I thought about this after last week's episode where I said that I showed one of my friends who wasn't an anime uh, fanatic at the time, uh, the Konosuba. So, before I continue on, I got interrupted by my goddamn monitor or my TV. I had a black wallpaper on my screen that, like, flashed stuff when it was showing off uh, uh, colors, whatever I was speaking. Which was pretty cool. And then it randomly switched to a K-On opening. What the fuck? Hold on a minute. I thought about this after I got done with last week's episode. Where I said that I showed one of my buddies who wasn't an anime fanatic at the time. The Konosuba dub. And I was like, there may be somebody here who wants to get somebody into anime. But doesn't know like the animes to show. Okay. So looking for recommendations. Where would he turn? Probably to this podcast episode. Hopefully. Depending on, hopefully, depending on many different cases, okay? Now, don't worry, because even though I may be mostly a slice-of-life romance kind of guy, and as well as a very big k fan, judging by the shirt and the fact that I got interrupted by a k opening, for whatever reason, I swear to God I didn't time that. <laughs> okay, I have decided to give off one, at least one, anime from each genre that I would recommend showing to somebody who is not an anime fan. Or at least who has tried to get into anime. Okay? Now, you can take this as you can also watch this anime if you haven't yet already to see how good this show may actually be. And I'm going to try and base this off of a lot of different genres that I've seen. Some of them which may, like core or like there may be more than one for each genre i'll try my best to not do more than like a hundred by the end of this episode so you know i'm hopefully gonna try to not recommend like a hundred different comedies and like five fantasies or something like that as well as i'm going to try and stay away from the mainstream animes because Yes, as amazing those shows could be, like Dragon Ball, One Piece, Attack on Titan, even though personally I don't like Attack on Titan, but that's just me, and Demon Slayer, which I also personally don't like, but that's also just me, uh, 
and you know just the big animes in general that obviously everybody would show if you know they were looking to become an anime fanatic okay or an otaku literally just say otaku you dumb shit anyway i'm going to try and pick from a few smaller shows like ones that really don't have more than a hundred episodes at least as of recording this because there may be some that may get it may get over 100 episodes sometime in the near future there is that chance you never know okay so i'll try to keep things not to a like mainstream level okay if i do say one that is mainstream whoops <laughs> i'll try to recommend some that may be a little more unknown because my personal thing is that i feel like this is just me before I get into like the actual recommendations that I'll pick from my Annie list thing on my phone. That's why I'm holding my phone. Don't worry. I won't hurt anybody. Anyways, okay. I feel this is just me and I could be wrong. But as somebody who's only been into anime for like a little over a little over a few years now. Not very long, okay? I personally have not seen any of like the big mainstream shows like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, or Naruto. The biggest reason is because of the quantity of episodes. There are a shit ton of episodes to watch for all of those series. I just find no confidence to sit down and watch that many episodes, okay? Now, I am just one person... On a one-man podcast. Literally anybody who's watching this. Or listening to this. Could easily sit down and watch those kinds of shows. Okay. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. Or I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying the shows I'm going to recommend. Are going to be shows that possibly only have like a maximum of 36 episodes. I say possibly because there's obviously going to be more. In some cases. And less in others. But. I'm showing I'm gonna show off these shows because I feel like and this is coming from experience mainly if you watch a show that only has like 12 episodes and no season two you're more likely going to try and look for other animes that are like this show okay and expand your uh taste as I call it from there that's how I started with watching anime when I watched my first romance show, which was a one season, 12 episodic thing that aired like, you know, in the middle of like the seasonal times. Okay. Which is still happening now. So I don't know why I say it as if it wasn't happening or it was, it's not happening now. But after I watched that, I was like, okay, time to watch more and more shows like this. And as well as I started to watch like some like, uh, seasonal seasonal animes in a nutshell video by Gigguk, okay uh which also helped me expand my taste as i'll say um so there's also that i just feel like many times when you watch a show that doesn't have like a second season or it has like not too many episodes people will want more so they watch more shows and that expands their taste which means they'll get into more genres which means more animes they watch which means they become more and more of a freaking weeaboo. But that's just me. So, without further ado, hopefully without any interruptions from my monitor screen. Hopefully, I'm guessing I think that'll be fine to not get interrupted by a K-On opening anymore. Thank God audio was turned off. Because if it was on, 
There would have been some loud music in the background. My neighbors would have heard that probably. As if they couldn't hear me enough. Let's get into some anime recommendations, shall we? I'll try, like I said, to not really talk a whole lot about like one specific genre. I'll try and recommend a, a lot of different genres. And a lot of different combinations, I'll also say, of genres. To where a lot of people will probably find their big taste, okay? The first one I want to talk about, I will talk about isekais, okay? For any of the new anime people who, who do not know what, like, isekais are, okay? Um, or if you do know, but you, you know, don't know how to explain it to the person who's the up and coming otaku, I'll, I'll say. Basically, an isekai is somebody who gets transpor transported to another world. So, there's that. Uh, and yes, there are differences between isekais and fantasies. Fantasy is the series already starts off with the world basically built in place. Kind of like, for example, Attack on Titan, where the world is kind of like already in place that, you know, there's Titans fucking up everybody and killing people and big walls, big walls being made every once in a while uh, to stop these Titans. But, you know, they don't work because Titans, of course. So there's that. But then you get Isekai's like, here's the first recommendation, ReZero. Now, ReZero is at the top of my Isekai uh, list. Not just because it's still airing to this day. Because, you know, second season still kicking ass. God damn, do I love the second season. Um, I still say that ReZero is one of my favorite Isekai shows that I've ever watched. No matter how, like, depressed and uh, upset it can make me feel at times. Seeing our poor, poor protagonist get mutilated every once in a while but i do recommend white fox's re-zero uh because of the fact that the story and the world gets built up like over time it, it builds up but it's the perfect kind of build up to where people just want more and more of it now the whole thing with re-zero's like main spuel as i'll call it where the character returns by death and stuff like that. Basically a respawn. Um, there are some times where it kind of gets used to the point. Like when it, when it gets overused. You'll know it gets overused. There is some points in like season one. Where he just keeps dying over and over. And it's like oh my god. Can he just beat this fucking boss already? Because man. I'm getting sick and tired of having to see the same interactions. I'm just getting deja vu. But that's like the only con I have about ReZero. And it's not even that big of a con. It's literally like, that's what makes the series good in some ways, I guess. So if you're looking for, if your up and coming otaku friend is looking for like a show just, you know, with like a different world and kind of like video game-ish kind of uh, tactics or strategies or just a video game kind of thing in general, special ability, then I would show ReZero. But, if we are speaking about games, let's talk about New Game. I would recommend New Game to the new and up-and-coming otaku as one of the slice-of-life shows to watch. Or, I'm not going to call it a slow burner because a slow burner is... You'll know a slow burner when you watch it. I'll recommend one. I think everybody will know which one I'm talking about here soon. But... A slice of life show that 
revolves around like being an adult and being a game developer. I think most otakus love that kind of show, especially when a lot of the girls look like they're in high school. Just saying. But when I was watching New Game, I felt incredibly inspired, okay, as somebody who wanted to become a game developer as well. But I can't code worth shit, and I don't have the patience to be a game developer. But I love games, so there's that. New Game, I would recommend to anybody who's just looking for, like, a show to watch to see what the majority of anime is, okay? Because there are some, like, fantasy shows and etchy shows, and I'll get to more of those in a minute. But for the Slice of Life shows, you'll get shows like New Game and a few others I'll talk about soon where, you know, you'll sit down, you'll watch it, and you can just be entertained by the characters and their, and their you know, amazing voice works. And the animation style is so amazing. I love New Game, and I couldn't recommend this series enough to anybody who hasn't seen it, A, and B, is looking to become more of an anime otaku. As well as let's go ahead and let me transition over to music. Now, I really didn't want to talk about this until now, but since I got interrupted by Kaon earlier, I got to talk about it already. So, Kaon. I talked more about this in the Koito Animation um, podcast episode where I gave off five Koito Animation shows that everybody should watch or rewatch pretty much ASAPO, okay? Kaon was one of them because I really think that if anybody watches Kaon, they will instantly love anime for the rest of their life or at least respect what anime is, okay? Because the year may be 2020 and the year may be shit, but anime has been growing a lot lately in the past like few years, which is amazing, okay? But the one thing that's always stayed the same it's the fact that Kaon is such a good series. And I would watch it pretty much the first anime to show off the, the up-and-coming otaku if they're really into music. Especially rock music, but just music in general. So, if you really want to show somebody good animation, good characters, and just all around a wholesome show, Kaon. Okay? Show them Kaon. It is one show I can't recommend enough. To literally anybody who wants to watch a wholesome show. But wholesome shows don't stop there. Because a wholesome show that I would recommend watching. And also reading. Because obviously it's not going to get a second season anytime soon. But I would recommend watching it and reading it afterwards. The Hattori Bochi series. Now I'm one for wholesome. I'm one for wholesome shows. I love me some wholesome shows. Okay. I'll talk about a slow burner wholesome show here. Probably last. Save the best for last, of course. But, Wholesome Shows. I cannot talk about Wholesome Shows without Hattori Bochi. I also could put Senko San in here, but I put Hattori Bochi on here. I'm mainly going to talk more about Hattori Bochi just because of the fact that Hattori Bochi is more realistic. Okay? Realistically wholesome. Because it deals with uh, a girl who's in middle school who just transfers over to a brand new school and she does not have any friends whatsoever because her only friend in elementary school is not going to the same or, uh, the same middle school as her. And the goal is to try and be friends with everybody in her class. 
but she is very, very antisocial, and that's not really possible near the start of the series, which then becomes more and more possible as she becomes to be more friends with a few other amazing characters, okay? I can't recommend this show enough just because of the fact that if anybody, if anybody could really, like, relate to Bochi, it's literally any, like, high schooler or middle schooler at the time, where when they go to a new school, they just feel like a huge budget, like a huge batch of anxiety build up in them, because it's like, new school? Huh, scary times. Somebody who's been through that, like, three times. Actually, five times, I'll admit. Okay, uh, from elementary to middle school to high school, even a few times where I had to jump shift between schools every once in a while. It's not fun switching schools and meeting new people when you're young. Unless you're not that kind, unless you're a very, like, hyperactive person and don't feel that kind of social anxiety. But for the most part, a lot of people have social anxiety going to, like, new schools and... An anime about social anxiety is a show I would recommend watching, even if you haven't seen it, okay? Watch it and show your friend this, or at least show your friend this while you're watching it for the first time, because I can't tell you, I can't tell you enough how much I would recommend this show. It is amazing, amazing stuff, okay? And it only and it aired, the you know, it, just last year, so it's still fresh on everybody's minds, okay? So, with that out of the way, I think we can go from wholesome to something not so PG. Let's talk etchy. I'm not talking, I'm not talking H stuff, because if I said the H word, I'll probably get demonetized. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about etchy. There are a few shows from the etchy categories that I would like to talk about. Some of them are very etchy to the point where they get over the border of etchy and into hentai. I'm not talking about interspecies reviewers because while that is a good show to watch, it is almost impossible to find that show nowadays because, well, Funimation decided to take it off after three episodes because it was hentai. So I can't talk about interspecies reviewers because it is hentai, technically. But there is one show that I've seen, that not a lot of people have seen recently, that needs to be seen. And I would recommend watching this if you're looking for some spicy, spicy stuff, okay? If you've seen this podcast enough, especially in the underrated episode, where I talked a lot about shows that are very underrated, which, by the way, a lot of shows that I'm talking about today come from that show, or from that uh, episode. Fuck off, Snapchat. Last week was fucking Twitter, now it's Snapchat. Ah! Watch. Next week it'll probably be Tinder. I don't fucking know. There's a plastic bag inside my house, too. I'm gonna slap the fuck out of whoever put that out there. You've probably already heard me talk about this if you've seen that episode already. If not, please go listen to that podcast episode where I talk a lot about underrated shows, or at least shows that a lot of people have not talked about. Because... The one that I talked to, I think, a lot about in that show, in that, in that episode, was Yosuga no Sora. Now, this was based off of a, uh, Eroge, as I'll call it, because 
as it is a visual novel, there are also some pretty spicy scenes in this series, okay? And it is not... I would not recommend showing this to any family members because of the fact that there is some incest involved in this, okay? However, any new otakus coming out of the otaku closet, if you're looking for very etchy stuff to watch, Yasuga no Sora may be that. I will say, though, I will probably talk more about Yosuga no Sora and a Weeb reviews as I've been... There it is again with Snapchat. God fucking damn it. Shit! <laughs> I actually just threw my phone and dropped it. As I have seen some people not really talk about Yosuga no Sora in the past, like, several... In the past, like, several years. Which has to be talked about because that series is probably... An amazing... The most amazing edgy series I've ever seen in my entire life, okay? And I've seen so many edgy shows... I'm an 18-year-old. I'm a degenerate, okay? Let me have my degenerate moments, okay? So, Yasuga no Sora came out in the year of 2010, a decade ago. So, I can understand in one aspect as to why people don't talk about it that much anymore. Mainly because of the fact that it is such an old show. And shows that usually air five years are past their expiration date. And most people don't talk about them. There are a few there are a few examples as to shows that are still being talked about to this day um that have that are like more than five years old, obviously. But Yosuga no Sora is unfortunately one of those shows that gets talked about, I believe, the least. Because of the fact that as popular as the show was when it first aired back in 2010, it slowly fell off of a cliff. I can understand that in a few ways because a part of the build-up and stories, the story developments and stuff like that is a bit slow compared to other shows that I've seen and even list off in today's podcast episode. However, I would still recommend watching it if you are looking to be in a very rising mood. And I'm not talking about the Shield Hero Rising. Which is a good show if we are talking about other Isekai shows. Rising of the Shield Hero is another one that I would recommend watching just because of the fact that I really, all the characters in that show are amazing, okay? Well, except the main male protagonist. Kind of is a bitch, but... Speaking of male, main male protagonist that... Could use a slap in the face every fucking minute of their existence. Let's talk about Kanesho wa Kaineshimas, which was a, uh, which was... Uh, a thing on this podcast where I did a watch along with me and Alex, not, a, not too long ago, actually. Where we sat down and watched the first episode. If we're talking about harems and romance, that's a show I would recommend watching. Or at least reading, because I don't think that'll get a season two. But, Kaneshiwa Kaneshimas is a show that I would recommend showing off to literally anybody who wants to become a romance nerd or whatever, okay? I'm going to list off a few more romances here in the next like few minutes. But, obviously... Kaijo Kaneshimasu is one of them. But if you want the real OG of romance or harems in general, you turn to Nisekoi. I will not talk about Quintessential Quintuplets because as I do love the series, I still say Nisekoi is better than the Quintessential Quintuplets. That's an unpopular opinion and I'm going to get shat on by somebody in the comments section down below or whatever. Which, by the way, before I talk about Nisekoi, let me first talk about how you would be able to contact me in case you want to ask me any questions or give me any topics to talk about. 
I have an email, which is japanholicpc at gmail.com. In case you want to be featured on an episode where I can talk about whatever you want me to talk about in terms of questions, stories, or just a topic in general that's about Japan, anime, or even games. Because even though I haven't talked about games that much in this uh, podcast, we can talk about games. Give me a game to talk about, and if I've played it in the past, I will probably talk about it. As well as if you also, you know, think it may be faster, you can go on the YouTube channel, which is the Japanholic channel, and comment on uh, any of the podcast episodes, and I'll probably read it and either laugh at how terrible English the English may be, even though I'm a hypocrite because my English just screwed up right there, and English may not be my first language, even though I've lived in America for all my fucking life, but hey. I failed English, remember? Um, just go ahead and comment down questions, comments, concerns, or whatever. There's a Twitter notification. So, two weeks in a row for that. Um, but let's go and talk about Nisekoi. Now, Nisekoi's second season, I would really recommend reading. Not really so much watching because there are some rushed parts of that series. However, the first season, without a doubt, is it showcases the best that Harem can offer. Shaft Studios, I cannot recommend Shaft, anything from Shaft Studios enough. A lot of the Monogatari series, you know, as much as as much shit as that series gets on Twitter, that series is an incredible series to watch. You just have to watch a complicated watch order. But I'll talk about watch orders here in just a moment with another series that I want to recommend to everybody. Uh, at least, you know, that you would recommend to somebody who's not an otaku. Alright, so Nisekoi, perfect harem series to watch and read. Because as everybody knows who wins it, if they've already seen the series, which, you know, best girl by the way. Uh, the build up to all the characters and everything about this series deserves to be talked about. In a very positive way. So, if you're looking for a harem series to recommend to somebody, there's that one, Eikajou Okaishimas. Now, let's... I I said I would stay away from the mainstream animes to recommend, but I'm sorry. I have to talk about Steins Gate. I really, really, really need to, because I wholeheartedly believe that if you recommend somebody Steins Gate... And they watch it all. I mean all. From the first episode of the first season. All the way to the end of the second season. And even the movie and stuff like that. They would fall in love with anime. Instantly. Because oh my god. I seriously love this series so much. Because it may be supernatural. It may be scientific. To the point where if you're not a scientist. You're going to lose track of almost everything possible in the series but still a good series still a very good series nonetheless i can't recommend steins gates enough okay now another series i cannot recommend enough let's talk slow burners all right slow burner shows for those who are looking to get into slow burner shows okay if the up-and-coming otaku friend is a person who would think that they would like a slow burner show, but they don't know what slow burner show to, show to watch. Ladies and gentlemen, let me, the 
Certified Japanaholic introduce to you Eurocap. Let me introduce to you the best slow burner show to ever grace our gracious anime earth. Eurocap is by far the single greatest slow burner show. I can't say it. it's trying to say slow burner, slow burner, slow burner show 10 times fast. Slow burner show, slow burner show. Can't do it, can't do it. But it is the best slow burner show to ever grace our gracious anime earth. And I would, I would fight to the death, and I will fight to the death about this, that it's one of the best shows ever. I'll fight y'all. I'll fight you bastards to the death if you would disagree with me. I'll fight you. Because where else can you get a show with amazing characters, amazing seiyus, amazing, amazing animations. Good job, C-Station. Shout out to C-Station. Amazing sceneries. Amazing storytelling. Even though it's all about camping. How can you do that? Eurocamp does it, and it does it 10 out of 10 perfectly, okay? My podcast episode, which is technically the first podcast episode on Spotify, where I sat in my truck on a cold winter day talking about this series. Cannot, it still does not hold up to how much I love that series, okay? I'd rank it 100 out of a 10, okay? It's just that damn good, all right? Now, do I am I a little overexcited about this series? No. <laughs> I still say that if you show this series to somebody who is looking to get into like slow burner shows, they'll instantly fall in love. Like I said, all the characters and their saves fit perfectly well. All the animations with the sceneries fit perfectly well. I'll be honest though. If it was made by Koi to Animations, it would have just been just that bit better. Just that bit better. But I'll take what Station should give us. Alright? And, man. When a series gives you the bestest best girl to have ever been a girl. And I'm talking about Shibadeen, by the way. You know it's a good series. <laughs> you know it's a good series. Okay. But there is also another slow murder show that I've, you know... That I compare you were kept to. That a lot of people should watch. And that is A Place Farther Than the Universe. This one is about traveling. And I will admit that's probably. That would probably reach a bigger audience than what camping would. But at the same time. Is a good show that I would recommend watching. Okay. There is a lot of good anime shows that I could recommend watching. And a lot of good like. Shows that deserve like a good like 15 15 time rewatch or whatever like chaos or Eurocap or whatever okay i will probably give off another podcast episode where i will talk about animes i would not recommend watching which probably won't happen until i start watching some terrible ass animes because of the fact that i really can't talk much about shitty animes because i don't watch too much shitty animes sometimes i do but sometimes i don't now, before I turn off this week's podcast episode, you know, and allow you to do whatever you want to afterwards, there's one genre that I have not talked about today, which is drama, okay? Drama shows are very popular in terms of the anime industry, okay? And there's way too many drama shows for me to list off, but I'll give off 
two of them. I'll give off two. Two of these I would recommend watching if you're looking for somebody or if you're looking for something, excuse me, to watch that has a lot of drama. Now, I'm pretty sure every romance anime and comedy anime or whatever uh, gives off these dramatic vibes or whatever. But these two I'm going to talk about here, I recommend being the highest in terms of drama. Okay. Now, if you want more anime recommendations, go check out the underrated anime podcast episode where I literally talk about much more animes and stuff like that that I think people should watch. Um, but I'll give off two more and then I'll call it an episode. As much as I have like five more that I can easily talk about here. Okay. The first one I want to talk about is it does have romance in it, but I want to talk about the Buddy Girl Senpai series. Okay. Rascal Does Not Dream of Buddy Girl Senpai is a supernatural romance series, but the drama is like the like tip of the iceberg, okay? Like the very tip of the iceberg, but the iceberg tip or whatever is like 20 feet high, whereas the rest of the iceberg is like 30. It's like very half and half, but drama is, of course, a big part of this series. While this does have a Kokoro Connect feel to it, that's hard to say, right? Uh, which I've discussed in the Kokoro Connect anime discussions video uh, podcast episode, uh, which I recommend that series, but since I've already done a whole podcast episode on it, go ahead and watch that one before recommending it to, you know, the up-and-coming otaku friend, of course. So, with the Buddy Girl Senpai series, it's basically the Kokoro... God damn it, I said it I messed it up again. Kokoro Connect series... But I would really recommend watching it because of the fact that all the drama that builds up is very, very hard-hitting. And there it will pull a few tears here and there, okay? Especially when you watch the movie, which watching the movie made me cry like a bitch. I'll admit that. But I also cried watching the K-On! movie. So you can take that in two ways. Whether I have a very, very high tolerance for drama or very low tolerance for drama in terms of like how my body can handle it so there's that but i would recommend watching the bunny girl set by series just because of the fact that it is a super super dramatic drama and it has to do with a lot of like relationships and stuff like that but the relationships and basically the dialogue also tends to be a lot more realistic than most other anime shows in general but we also want to talk about like realistic kinds of things and stuff like that as much as I laugh at saying realistic because it's not, it may be a little over dramatic, I'll say. If you want to watch a good series on drama, okay, probably the top of the list, like S tier drama, okay, if we're talking tier list here. Let's talk about the Origayu series. Let's talk about the My Romantic Teen Co- Comedy Sinafu series, okay? Which has its climax season being aired right now, and it's about to uh, hit the ha- hit its climax. Hmm. Pun intended. All puns intended. So I would really recommend watching the Ordegayu series just because of the fact that it's really dramatic and stuff like that. Also, Best Girl is voiced by the best Seiyu, who also voiced Shibadid and Kirisaki from Nisekoi. Just saying. Just saying. Also, Ruka from Kanesho Akadashimas. Just saying. Best girls always get played by the best seiyus. Anyway. 
So I really recommend watching the Ordegayu series because, especially recommending it because the dub, I, I'll say this again, as much as I love listening to Adam Gibbs, okay, the I would really recommend showing it in the dub, okay, because trying to understand everything being said in Japanese sometimes gets lost, very lost in, uh, in the head of uh, viewers, especially for me, but... Then again, it just depends on what your mindset is going into this. It is a very deep drama show about wanting something genuine. And if you don't go into watching this series thinking about how deep this series could be and how, you know, very subtle a lot of things could be said and a lot of the dialogues have a lot deeper meaning than just being spoken into a microphone or, you know, subtitles being shown on the screen... It has a lot deeper meaning behind it. If you don't go into watching the series thinking about that, you're going to be lost, okay? So think about that when watching this, you know, amazing drama show, okay? Let me tell you, it's a real good show. I would recommend watching it. I would recommend reading all the uh, source materials as well, or if in some cases, like Azura Nosora, downloading it and playing it, like the visual novel slash arrogant kind of things. And they do happen every once in a while. That you'll find a series where... It's like based off of a game or visual novel. Now, I'll probably talk more about what I think about visual novels because as much as I love visual novels and stuff like that, I do think I could do a podcast episode on my thoughts and opinions on anime adaptations of visual novels and stuff like that. But I think they'll cover it for this episode. I think it was relatively shorter compared to the other episodes that have been coming out in the past few weeks. Or maybe just be just as long. I don't fucking tell. I, I can't see my timer down there. All I know is that, you know, the background changed while I was recording, scared the shit out of me. That's all I know about my TV screen right now, TV slash monitor while I'm in my living room. So if you do enjoy this podcast episode, please leave a like if you're watching the video on YouTube and click the follow button on wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening on to, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, iTunes, or uh, excuse me, iHeartRadio, and so on and so forth. And please share out th this podcast with fellow Japanaholics or somebody who is not a fellow Japanaholic to get them into becoming a fellow Japanaholic. And if you really want somebody to become an anime fanatic, and you know you show, and you want to want blah, 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 want to show them series that is not from the mainstream, like the obvious picks, like Dragon Ball or whatever, then you would probably want to show them a few of these series that I just listed off here today. But anyways. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Japanaholic Podcast. I will be back next Wednesday and Saturday to do it all over again. But for now, thank you all so much for watching. My name's Taylor, the certified Japanaholic, signing off. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>